from white lightning to lightning fast. The Wilkesboro Find Your Back Road podcast covers all the people, places, and things that make Wilkesboro a one-of-a-kind mountain destination. Enjoy lively conversations as we welcome artists, local business leaders, event organizers, and creatives from around Wilkesboro. It's the Wilkesboro Find Your Back Road podcast. And let's welcome to this episode our guest, Tabitha Hudler, is the um, director of the Walker Center in their big 40th anniversary year. And welcome. Glad to have you on Find Your Back Road. So glad to be here, Matt. Thank you so much. Well, you know, for people that don't know, give them a general introduction to the Walker Center. I mean, you know, if, if they're local, they know what the Walker Center is. But we've got new newcomers to the community and people from listening outside the area. Uh, give them a quick rundown of what the Walker Center is and all the great stuff that it provides for the community. All right. So the Walker Center has been here, as you said, for 40 years. We broke ground in 83 and then had our first show here in 84. Um, This venue is a place to experience live entertainment um, in a rural community, which is just a fortunate thing for us to be able to have. Uh, We have a season of shows um, and also a season of school shows. We have additional feature shows. And then not only that, we have weddings. We have um, all types of corporate events, school events. So the ballroom, which is um, associated with our auditorium, it actually transforms into so many things um, and I've been here for a total of 14 years, and I've seen it overturned uh, sometimes three times in a day just to to make it into a different event. Uh, So we're so fortunate to have these. It it just amazes me of the place that we have here to come to just like not having to drive to Tanger Center or uh, Charlotte. Not that that's bad. It's just it's so convenient, and it's right here in our backyard. Yeah, and and you graduated from App State too, right? So that is correct. Uh, you, you know, so you know, being there and the campus and everything to offer in the town and everything, um, you know, bringing the best of what you learned there and in, in your college and your college years and everything. But being a native, because you're a Wilkes County native, and you know, so it's that like, is there's so much pride there and yeah, nostalgia, yeah. and you just can't help but love your community. Um, well, and more yeah, and more. And more and more all across the foothills in Western North Carolina, really, um, you know, if you're in a group of people and you say, how many of you local and two thirds raise their hand and say, how many of you were born here and grew up here? And then it goes down to like five, yeah. <laughs> five people, you know, and, <laughs> and so uh, there's local and then there's native, you know, to the area. And I know that that really, that informs your heart into what you do. You know, like you said, you've been there at the Walker Center for 14 years and now serving as director for the last couple of years. Um, so, you know, when you when you look at the year and all the different things, you talk about the rollover things, whether it's, you know, weddings or conference functions or, you know, I, I don't know, all, you fill the whole gamut of things that yeah. can go on. Um, how do you approach, you know, keeping that balance to where you can bring things that move the community forward artistically or or uh, things like that while also balancing, you know, the, the common usage for the folks in the community? Right. So it is a very diverse group of audience. Um, We have our very, very um, committed and supportive 
fan base that has bought season tickets for years and years. And so we always have that, but we want to attract new and upcoming as well because the facility, um, even though it is 40 years old, we have tried to keep it as state of the art as we can over the time. And it is going to be a gem for those that are coming into the next generation as well. Um, as far as corporate events and Christmas parties, weddings, all of that, um, you know, the calendar is wide open for the most part, except for our season events that we schedule, try to have at least six of those, anywhere from six to 10 events a year. Uh, but otherwise, we're filling the calendar with all those other dates. So lots of people are very committed to us and they will go ahead and want to um, go ahead with that same date or that same time frame for the next year. So there are those, but we also like to keep an open mind. And um, we just had, for example, a Comic-Con here for the first time that I'm aware of. Um, but it brought in a whole new audience that had not seen the facility before. And, you know, it makes people want to come back. You know, and you're already, you know, you're lining things up all the way into the summer of 2024. You know, and, and when I was looking at the calendar of events, and, and I know people listen to this at different times and everything, just for reference, uh, we're talking in September of 2023. So if somebody pulls this up and you hear me say, oh, and you're planning things for 2024 already, um, you know, if they're listening in 2024, you're like, yeah, they should have been. Um, <laughs> but, but you know, talk about the diversity of things, everything from, you know, at the end of this year, the Charlie Brown Christmas live on stage, you know, and how fun that would be, all the way to where, you know, next year I saw on the calendar there's a this is the sixties live and it's got all these, you know, all these different acts that, you know, little side note, I don't talk about it on the air much, but my, my father is Doug Ingle, organist, singer, founder, you know, songwriter for iron butterfly, you know, in a God of the Vita and everything. And I looked at the poster for the promotion. I'm like, yeah, my father played with most of the bands on that list. (laughs) You know, Well, maybe he can come to the show. You should bring him. Get up there and do my best uh, impersonation of my father, I guess, try to sing like him, but you know, but um, what about access for folks? You know, you mentioned about season tix- tickets and everything. Tell people the best way to stay engaged and, and to make sure they don't miss out on all the great things, all the great entertainment that's going on. Okay. So our marketing department works really hard to keep things uh, up to date for us. And you can visit walkercenteronline.org. That gives you everything that's happening event-wise here. Um, it also provides you with a video just to see what the shows are um, going to be presented and and how the, uh, what to expect and if you're not familiar with the title of the show. And then also uh, you can go on there to the seating chart and pick your seats and you can give us a call. We've got all our information on there as well. Uh, but Walker Center Online and we also have a Facebook page that will keep you up to date as well if you want to go on there and like that. And and then for people that want to plan an event, whether it's, you know, the weddings or if it's a, you know, a school reunion, um, corporate events, all kinds of different things. What's the best way for people to look at options for that? So we don't really have that calendar out as public knowledge, but we do have um, a lady that works all customer service type events. Her name is Lee K. Cornett, and um, she can be reached here at the Walker Center Um and our standard box office number is 838-6260. 336 is the area code. 
um, she's able to help with scheduling that. And then, of course, um, myself, I could look at the calendar and just see if the date's available. But we usually work through her to get all the details sorted out. All right. I'm going to go through the whole list of stuff here. So this is like okay. rapid fire conversation. You also <laughs> have the opportunity for people to be sponsors of what's going mm -hmm. on as well. Tell people how um, they can support all the great work going on. So we have some really great sponsors. Uh, without them, we would not be able to put on our season of shows. And they also um, are in our program that we produce, uh, that we hand out at all of our shows as well. Um, that is ran by a gentleman named Mickey Jennings. He does all our sponsorships. He works that with the Walker Center and with Merle Fest, and he's very dedicated to that. Uh, but if you need any information on that, uh, we can get that for you from our website as well. All right. And this one's going to be timely, like, you know, and this one's on the air and in the first few weeks of people being able to hear it on podcasts, podcasts everywhere. Um, you know, tell me about Haunted Illusions. Oh, yes. So I'm looking very forward to this. We have not done a haunted show in my tenure here, uh, but this is going to be a little bit of magic and a little bit of haunt. And it's at the perfect time. It's October 20th. So it'll get you geared up for Halloween. We're also going to be having a costume contest that will allow people to win prizes here. Um, they will win a family four pack to the Charlie Brown performance as well as dinner for the evening, which is before the show. And we have a class A chef here that uh, will provide you with a very good meal. So it's a great prize to win. We also have haunted concessions that night. So uh, everything is themed in a haunted way. And um, if you're in the theater, there's always ghost stories and myths about ghosts. And you can believe those if you choose to. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, I mean, it just sounds so fun, you know. And then the last thing I wanted to cover is you do a lot of school shows as well. You know, talk we about do. being tied in with the community. Talk about the school shows programs that go on as well. So the school shows are one of my absolute favorite things to do about this job. Um, I have a, a big heart for children, and I think it's great that we can provide them with entertainment and ed education in the same location. Uh, it also brings them onto the campus of Wilkes Community College so that they can see what college is like and that maybe they would want to be a future student here. But these school shows, we work with our uh, local uh, Wilkes, Ash and Allegheny to contract with them. And then we also provide this for home schools or any other surrounding counties, as long as we have availability for them. Um, we have a huge lineup listed here. We're kicking off Friday and we actually are going to be having Diggory Dino, which is a all about dinosaur show with um, about a thousand kindergarten and first graders in here. So <laughs> we might need some help, but we're going to make it. Um, and then we have a show called Aliens Alive, where we're bringing in the second and third grade. Um, and all of these shows, even though they're silly names or have different type um, stories to them, they all relate back to STEM programs through the school or um, how to get along with your friends. And they all have really good life skills with them. So um, I'm excited to bring that back. We had to put that on hold during COVID for yeah. sure. Uh, but last year we got to bring them all back and these kids just absolutely love it. Well, there, you know, and here's the great thing. We haven't even talked about everything. There's just so much going on and, and so much potential for people to really even, 
you you know more utilization and and everything for the Walker Center even after 40 great years there's still more uh, that I know that you and your team are looking forward to in the years to come um, so I guess in closing out the conversation just once again give people an invite to where they can connect you know we just kind of scratched the surface of all the great yeah. stuff going on uh, what's the best way for people to build that relationship and be a part of all the stuff going on with the Walker Center Yes. So please visit walkercenteronline.org. That will give you all the details about our location, about our shows. Um, It will get you in touch with the box office or sponsorship coordinator or um, customer service, wherever that need is. We encourage you to go there. Also like us on Facebook and we do post things pretty actively on there. Um, Also about the events that we might have just had, we'll always keep those uh, going with pictures and comments. And it's really nice to see that stuff. So uh, we have a gorgeous new logo that I'm very proud of that our team worked hard to decide on. It's bright and cheerful. And that does show across our website as soon as you go on there. So you can't miss it. And we want people to just remember it always. Well, Tabitha, thank you so much for taking time out. Obviously, you have a busy schedule. Um, just this conversation validates that. <laughs> you know, uh, So thank you for taking time to talk to us here on Find Your Back Road, and thank you to you and all your team and the community that makes it all happen. It really is a blessing to have in the community, and uh, we know that folks vo- visiting from outside the area, they've got a, you know, that's a must-check what's on the calendar when visiting town. So thank you so much for what you and your team do. Thank you, and I appreciate the opportunity to let people know. Thank you for listening to the Wilkesboro Find Your Back Road podcast. To request an interview spot or to advertise, email info at wilkescountytourism.com. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. And be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.